Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. That we are, Sean. Dum, dum, da, dum, dum, dum. What did we just eat? Okay, first of all, what we ate was fangers. Chicken ah, fangers. They were fangers. <laughs> Chicken fangers. So I'm a Nashville Predators fan, right? Of course. And they have something called fang fingers. Yes, I've Whenever heard of we these. go on the power play, fang fingers. We're in the South, right? Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, it should just be fangers. Fangers. Is... It should just be fangers. It should just be fangers. It really upsets me. Don't make it fang fingers. Fang fingers. Just fangers. Just fangers. But boy, did we ever have some fangers. These are good-ass fangers. If They're pretty you're, good. If you're ever in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, and you're over by the Belcourt, the- Belcourt Theater. Belcourt. Belcourt Theater. <laughs> I'm talking like a four-year-old. I like it. The Bel- if you have at the we Belcourt just, we Theater. We just watched a children's movie. We did, it's yeah. okay. Um, go head across the street to McDougal's. Get yourself some fingers. Get yourself some fries. They'll give you a big hunk of Texas toast. And this is what's really a, a big warning. Right. You're going to think... I can eat five chicken fingers. You can't. You cannot fucking eat five. You cannot eat five. They're huge. If you eat three, you will fall asleep in Jojo Rabbit. Let me tell you. Did you fall asleep? Mm, a number of times. <laughs> Two or three times. Couple, what? couple of little, a couple of little <laughs> pre-diabetic nappies. <laughs> Some diabetic. Actually, I didn't really sleep because my ass hurt too much. Mm. We saw Jojo Rabbit and. Anytime we see a movie at our local art theater, yes, it has to the uh, pass what we call the Belcourt ass pain test. Yeah, which is, do you notice that your ass is in terrible pain? Yes, I'm afraid Jojo Rabbit did not pass the ass pain test. <laughs> it did not. I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah, I'm not saying it was grueling. No, but it just felt longer than it actually was, probably, and did not it did not whisk me away. Into a whimsical world of Nazism. Uh, Adorable Nazis. The whole time I'm watching this movie, all I can think about is that uh, aborted Jerry Lewis concentration camp clown movie. Yes. That's all I can think about. The Day the Clown Cried? Yes. Is that what it is? Or Life is Beautiful. I mean... Yeah. But honestly, are are we sure... Yes. ...that Jerry Lewis's clown concentration camp movie isn't maybe good? I don't know. I mean, it was later in his career and probably at a time when he wasn't necessarily making good movies anymore, right? Right. But he's considered an auteur in France. Yeah. And I think people misunderstand why he's considered an auteur. Oh. I don't think it's really because the French find him that hilarious. Yeah. He was kind of innovating filmmaking techniques and stuff. Go on. He was. He really was. I mean, I like his like movies. Jerry but- Lewis was like kind of like an Orson Welles, <laughs> like 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 a, a handicapped Orson Welles. Yes, he really was. Okay. And I wonder if uh, I want. I'm curious. Yeah. If uh, if his movie was at least as good as Jojo Rabbit's, I would guess it would be cool. I mean. There, there is something funny about. I, I like a lot of his movies quite right. a bit, and but they are not very dark, which makes me think it right. might be interesting to see what he would do with such dark subject matter. Sure, like would he lighten it up, or would he just make it super pitch black comedy? I don't know. I don't either. Would you call Jojo Rabbit dark humor? <sighs> 
No, I mean, some of it is a little dark. I but think it's lightened to the point and absurdist to the point that there is no darkness remaining. It doesn't feel very dark. There's no. the, the only dark things are the actual non-funny things. I don't... So... Yes. There is not a moment in this movie that made me feel any emotions. Okay. And I think that is a result of when you make something as dark and plague-like as the Holocaust and mm-hmm. anti-Semitism during World War II, yeah. completely laugh-farcical. Yeah. Don't expect me to give one shit yeah. when you kill one of your characters. Yeah. Because I don't. That is fair. You have wrung the humanity out of this. Okay. And I, and so, like, this, there's a lot of... This movie has beats that you expect. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, it's still like a fun movie with some laughs. Yeah. Like, okay, let's get it out of the way. Which movie was more uh, mediocre, this or 1917? Um, I think 1917 was for me. Okay. Um, I... I saw 1917 a second time. <coughs> Excuse me. And it really did not feel worth it. Right. I kind of regretted seeing it a second time. Because the first time I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And then 1917 like, is a bit of an event picture. So yeah. I, I, I could see that. I could see even if you liked it, not liking it the second time. Yeah. Really, if you know what's going to happen. But but yeah, JoJo is not a movie I would want to see multiple times. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Uh, There's some good gags. Yes, absolutely. And, and, it, and okay, can I go on another rant? <laughs> go ahead. Because I'm gonna. Because I can't be stopped. Go ahead, I'm, do it. I'm a white male podcaster. Hell yeah. Um, so I think this is what happens when, our, like, our big filmmakers now are all a bunch of gag writers, just a bunch of TV gag writers. Yeah. Our big Oscar-nominated filmmakers now are Adam McKay from SNL mm-hmm. and Ty and Taika What Titties from was it Flight of the Concords? Yes. Was he in I mean, Flight of the Concords? Yeah, these are guys. I mean, he's con- Flight of the Concords of Jace. Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> he, uh, these are guys who know how to make a good comedy sketch, know how to make a good comedy short, and now mm-hmm. they're being handed the keys to the kingdom to make "quote unquote" deeper films. You know. Yeah. And I'd certainly like Taika Waititi's stuff a little more. I think it's it's a little more arch, which can be a good or a bad thing. Yeah. But it's still like. You know, I don't feel like there are great movies in these guys, and I'm not, I'm not going to be yeah. surprised if this is just his last. This is his little Oscar movie that he that now like spends the rest of his life making Disney properties, Star Wars movies, maybe Marvel movies. Like, I think I, they have to. I don't yeah. think these guys are important filmmakers at all. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go see their movies or even enjoy them to some degree. But th- the notion that you know, this is one of our next great filmmakers seems silly to me. Yeah. I mean, I like The Big Short a lot more than you do, but I don't like Vice very much. Right. And I have not seen any of Waititi's movies other than this and Thor. And Thor is, eh, you know, that's fine. I, I'm fine with these with these guys as directors. and Not everybody needs to make the next great... Not everybody, not everybody has to be making Third Man, but these guys are like... Blake Edwards to me. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're not, you know, they're not, uh, you know, they're not who we're pretending they are. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why this movie was nominated for Best Picture. And no clue. I, I know why. I guess that shit just doesn't matter, though. So 
they have to nominate ten goddamn movies now, anyways. So. Yeah, and it doesn't. I don't know why I'm belaboring a point I don't care about. It is weird. <laughs> I mean, it's weird that they didn't nominate a Hidden Life and they did nominate this. Yeah, if if the, if, if if you're gonna make the argument to me that Jojo Rabbit has to win Best Picture because of what it's about, yeah, nominate a Hidden Life. I mean, yeah, a Hidden Life is a, a, a much more moving picture. Good yes. God, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you bring up Hidden Life makes me feel bad. I just watched Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in they're they're ob- obviously it's like a a comparison only because Nazis are in it. Because otherwise, you'd never ever compare those two movies, right? Just because they're not trying to do the same thing. No, I'm not 100 percent sure what Jojo Rabbit's trying to do. I don't know it. Okay. <sighs> it calls itself a satire, but it doesn't feel like a satire. No. It feels like it feels like a send up or something. It feels like a, almost like a Zucker Brothers movie or something where it's like, is this a send up of? It has the feeling of the Mel Brooks's uh, "Don't be stupid, be a schmoddy, come and join the Nazi party." Yeah, gag. Springtime in Hitler in Germany from the producers. Yeah, only it's a two hour long movie. Yeah, uh, which again, it it does kind of feel like Wayne's World or like a, an SNL sketch gone too long. Yeah, at times that's when it's at its worst. There's still plenty of good gags in it. Oh yeah, and I don't think it's. A bad movie. No. But I do think it is a thoughtless, careless movie. I don't know what he thinks it's going to do. Right. I, 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 I think he thinks it's probably pregnant with, with, with you know, import and like yeah. really, you know, a thought provoke. But to me, it's like, I could, I am not offended by this movie. Yeah. I'm also not Jewish. Sure. Uh, but it, I could see someone thinking that this is an insensitive picture. I think it may be a little bit. And that it lets people off the hook. Yes, I think it does do that. It's weird because like, I've seen a lot of people on the internet talking about it as a Holocaust movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not... I mean, any movie about World War II is sort of a Holocaust movie. Right, okay, yeah, I get that yeah. part of it. And there is like a Jewish character and, and she is hidden uh, away right. from the Nazis trying to take her to... Uh, Concentration. I guess, I guess it's time for you to do the plot, Sean. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Jojo Betzler is a sweet little boy who happens to be a Hitler youth. Yeah. And he his imaginary friend, it's it's Adolf Hitler. Right. And he played by Taika Waititi. And um, he finds out that his lovely mother, Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a sweet Jewish girl. I don't know her name. She's in the wall. Elsa, I think. Uh, yes, Elsa. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying. I was saying all the actors' names, and then I didn't remember anybody else's name of the. Anne actors. Frank. Anne Frank. Yes, essentially Anne Frank in the wall, and that's Sexy pretty much Anne it. Frank. Yeah. Yes. Cute Anne Frank. Um, oh yeah, I should have said cute. I should not have said <laughs> sexy. <laughs> but, um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's it. I mean. Yeah. She's in the wall. Like, different little things happen. All the things you think are going to happen do indeed happen. Yeah. Um, but but this movie, it, it's still, uh, it sounds like we're just trashing it, or maybe it sounds like I'm trashing mm-hmm. it. But, I mean, <clears throat> it has plenty of charm and plenty of good performances. Yeah. And, like, if I weren't, if it weren't being, th- you know, thrusted up my butt as an Oscar and a, one of the great pictures of our time. And yeah. People telling me that this is the movie that needs to win Best Picture for us. For 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 where we are as a country right now, this movie means nothing. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think this movie it has impact. I think the it what it's trying to say it seems like oh you know not everyone who gets caught up in evil 
idolatry is bad, which is a weird okay. thing to say. Yeah. But also, it's like a kid, so it's like not quite as sinister as like having completely blameless Nazis, which they have a little bit of. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really sure what this movie says. If it says, and I don't think it knows what it says. And like I said, I think it's a pretty thoughtless, careless movie. It's all the good, there's a lot of good gags. Yeah. With just having the tone of talking about something truly horrendous without, you know, in the most, you know, obsequious, casual way possible. Silly. Uh, and that is funny. Yeah. But like an SNL movie, is it funny for two hours? I don't know. <sighs> and it tries to get very mushy and touchy Yeah. by the end. And I'm sorry, but when you've made a mockery of every single thing, including the Holocaust and everything that's, that, that's supposed to be unholy and horrible... I'm not going to give a shit when Scarlett Johansson dies. Especially yeah. when you've made it pretty clear that all the sad things are going to happen. Until yes. They, until, the, until the happy thing happens. Yes. So, you know, it's like that. Yes. We should talk I, about our B-Flam Euro. I will say real quick. Go ahead. I thought that I did. Now, if he had gone all the way. Yeah. There's a scene when JoJo tells the girl, because he's fallen in love with a girl, you know, hidden in the attic, that. That the Germans actually won the war. Yeah. And that she can't come out because he doesn't want her ever to come out. You know, he yes. wants her to stay. Uh, I thought that maybe she was going to kill herself in there oh. at that moment. And then I was like, man, this shit is balls to the wall. That'd now that didn't cool. happen and they came out and danced and lived happily ever after. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I get it. Hey, because back he's just a kick. <laughs> Taika Waititi is just a gag writer. Yeah. He's just a gag writer who happened to see the same Leo's Corrects, David Bowie dancing, you know, a modern love scene that I've seen. Oh, okay. He's just a kind of a film nerd gag writer. Yeah. I don't think he's one of our great filmmakers, and I don't think we should expect <sighs> him to be. I mean... I, I'll be stunned if I ever really give a shit about any of this guy's movies. Stunned. I... I didn't see this and like, wow, this is a promising film. Mm. Also, this guy's been making movies for a decade. I've seen a bunch of his movies. Yeah. They're all kind of in this vein. He's not improving. Yeah. Uh, I probably like Boy and his other stuff better than this. This is probably what maybe we, his worst movie. What we do in the shadows is really funny. Yeah, but that's like a different kind of picture. Yeah. I, that's my favorite of his movies by I, far. I kind of wish... I mean... Okay, Thor is my least favorite. I like this better than Thor Ragnarok. Yes. I think I do as well. Um... Can we talk about our B-Flam Euro? Let's do it. Sorry. Um, I will... His name is Yorkie. Yes. And he's... Uh, the best part by far. He's JoJo's sweet little fat friend. <laughs> he's just... And he's got just a little kid, not even attempting to do a German accent. He's just doing... Just a regular British boy. Dude, anyone who attempts to do an accent, because this is a thoughtless, careless movie... Sure. It's all over the place. Some people do it and some people don't. Yes. Um, It's really weird. It's a weird choice. Yeah. I don't entirely mind it. Yeah, I don't really either. I think just because it's so silly already. But Yorkie is fantastic. He is. uh, He's doing no acting. No, he's just being a kid. He's being a British kid. He gets all the best lines. He's talking about Russians fucking all the dogs. Really just good stuff. He's just a delight. I mean, he is perfectly cast. Yeah. And I think a lot of the casting is... Quite good. Yeah. This is the only movie I think any of us will ever enjoy Rebel Wilson in for her entire career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, finally correctly cast. Uh, yeah. only person I kind of don't like is Taika himself. Yeah. Uh, he, But he's not bad. I just, like, I don't even think the Hitler thing should be in the movie. I think it's just utterly unnecessary. Just no Hitler? 
Well, I mean, it's not this like it, I guess they want it to be this like overarching gag that works and and it is like a prism you view the whole the whole film through, but it's just kind of I know it's funny at times, but yeah. It would be like one of the you know, it wasn't necessary. I like a few of the Hitler bits. Some of the Hitler bits are whatever. When yeah. he jumps out the window, I love that. He just yes. dives straight out the window. It's a lot better than the, than the when he gets kicked out of the window, like the, the Tarantino, like that. the Tarantino esque F yeah. Hitler, like yeah, you know, which I think that's just how movies are gonna be for a while. Yeah, which I get it. Everybody's super pissed off, but sure, but you know, it's just uh, he's still fine. Everybody's fine. Yeah, and there's I, some really great performances. You stole the best one. That's the best one. But mine will also be a performance. Okay, because 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 the movie doesn't look good. Not particularly. Uh, the movie isn't like uh, I'm not. I can't give it to music or or how it looks. Yeah. So I will go. You know, it's and it's like Wes Anderson light set design. No thank sure. you. Uh, <laughs> got enough of that. Let's just go to the master if we have to do that. Yes. You know? Um. So I'll go with and this is punishing for me. Uh oh. I have hated Sam Rockwell. Is this two for two? Is this two straight Sam Rockwell movies that you like? I think it may be. <laughs> I think maybe three for three because his performance <laughs> in Three Billboards is good. Yeah, he's really good in that too, and he's wonderful in this. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, probably he's the best actor in this. Yes, uh, Yorgi's the best bit of casting and character, but he's not really acting. He's no. just a perfect butterball he's with just... perfect stilted delivery. <laughs> His big old cheeks. But Sam Rockwell's again, like he's the only one, like the only moment that comes close to an emotionally effective moment for me is his goodbye. Yes. And it's just because he sells it. And I don't think Scarlett Johansson is bad by any means. She no. Most of it. It's just, it's so trite and, and... Yeah. You know, it's just hard to deal with. She really has to tie a lot of shoes, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. She ties the shoes so this many is, fucking this times. This is a clunky picture. It's fucking it's clunky. Good. It's a good thing that these people are so effortless, effortlessly goddamn funny. Yes, because it's not a uh, it's not a well made movie. No, uh, but Sam Rockwell again. I, I mean, like him it, a now lot. it's not Richard Jewell level. God, he's because Richard Jewell great in real is unbelievable performance. Yeah, um, and I've always hated Sam Rockwell. He used to always do soft shoe routines in every movie. Yeah, I did find out he was a. They wanted Sam Rockwell for the villain in Birds of Prey. Really? Where you and I thought that Ewan McGregor <laughs> was doing Sam Rockwell cosplay. So he which was. That would have annoyed me. Yes, that Sam Rockwell character is unbearable to me. But this new thing where he's like kind of easing into these Tom Hanks and League of Their Own roles. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. Really good shit. I would I would watch him in a in a thousand more Richard Jewels. Just just do all the Richard Jewels, Sam. See, this sucks so bad. Why can't we enjoy the movie that we think we should be politically aligned with? This movie, <laughs> yeah. which I don't know, it gets very politically sketchy. This movie does too. Mm, yeah. And then we can't because it's not that great. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. And then we are cursed to praise the really well-made, extremely politically troubling Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah. This dark art of cinema. It is very strange. <laughs> I mean, it's like stuff like uh, fucking Craig Zoller's stuff, which feel, makes yeah. me feel deeply uncomfortable. And Craig Zoller might be a right-wing asshole. I we know no Clint Eastwood's a right-wing asshole. Absolutely. But Richard Jewell's better than this, and then Drag Across Concrete is a, a fucking, fucking amazing movie. Brutal. Awesome movie. <laughs> An incredible movie. Yeah. I don't know. What's the worst part, though? Tough times. Worst part. The the low main low man of this picture. Tell me. Can you go first? Because I need to. I need to parse. Okay. There's a few things. I think the shoe tying may much. be the worst. And I get it. They got to sell a big scene later, but they went overboard. 
I this is the thing that I don't quite understand about it. Okay, mm-hmm. so he can never JoJo cannot tie his shoes, right? And eventually, his poor sweet mother, she is hanged from in the town square, right? And her shoes are untied, which I don't get why they have to be. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> that they need to be untied. Why can't we just notice that they're the same shoes? Because if there is something to wring emotion from, yeah. this movie is going to attempt to do so. I guess that's true, but it just seems like... And luckily, it's not like in like a totally cloying like Spielberg at his worst like way it like i wasn't pissed off no this movie doesn't piss me off it just isn't it just wasn't as effective as i as, as one would hope no i um yeah i think it's the shoe tying just because okay that clearly has to be a bit we need to see her shoes to we know that she is dead yeah in order to yeah. know that she has died we need to see her shoes right that is how the reveal works correct but you know really he wouldn't have to She's always tying his shoes. You wouldn't even have to see her goddamn shoes. Yeah. You really wouldn't. You could it could read from his face. Yeah, that's true. Obviously that's his mom. You yeah. Know? You really didn't you really don't have to. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. Might sigh. be better. Let's sigh. Uh but, but I, I guess I'm in the same vein. It's just there's too much stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh too much if this movie just leans in and I get it, it's trying to be a movie with a big heart, it's trying to be a big picture. Yeah. Uh, but really, this movie works best when it's just a gag. What we do in the shadows, a gag movie. Yeah. Because uh, really, you know, I have more emotions about a movie like Death of Stalin. Yes. It doesn't yes. try to be also a heartwarming kids movie no. while trying to say something else. It doesn't. And Death of Stalin is just a way better movie. Yes. And and actually makes me feel more than this movie did. Also, Death of Stalin does a really smart thing where. It is really funny for a long time. Yeah. And it is not very dark for most of it. Right. And then it, then it turns the switch right near the end and you're like, "Oh shit, this is what I this is yeah. this is this is how they've been talking to each other. They have like a congenial fuck with each other kind of relationship yeah. with all of their friends. And yeah. then you see, "Oh shit, they're not friends. They're <laughs> they will do anything to if, get power." If I were to Suss out who Taika Waititi is uh-huh. from this picture. I would say he is an affable, charming, humorous fella. Yeah. But none too bright. Yeah. I bet he's a snappy dresser. Yeah. But probably doesn't really know what makes it tick. Mm. Uh, and I would bet that he's seen uh, that Leos Carax film with uh, the David Bowie song many, many, many times. Is it Holy Motors? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 this movie just kind of, uh, if it weren't praised as like, you know, one of the best movies, or if not the best movie of the year, I probably yeah. wouldn't be poo-pooing it. But I, actually, I, I just would, because movies like this just kind of are irksome to me, where, you know, you were fine being a being what you were. You didn't have to try to go for all these different things. But, yeah, and even the Hitler stuff would I think would have been great if it. You know, we just. But why, why, why go with the cloying stuff? Yeah, I love cloying movies. Yeah, but they need to be cloying movies. Yes, this is <laughs> trying to. I think it's trying to, in some ways, do a thing that. Um, Bong Joon-ho does really well on, like, The Host, where yeah. it's like, there is this deep darkness and this silliness. Yeah. There are, like, people slipping on banana peels, essentially, yeah. all throughout The Host. Right. 
there's like people slipping during a wake. There's like this thing where you don't, you are always off kilter. Like, what yeah. the fuck is the tone of this thing? But this never feels that dark. Right. So it never feels like it earns the darkness or something. I don't sure. know. Sure. And honestly, it may just be too damned funny early on where it makes you mm-hmm. not give a shit about the Holocaust or World mm-hmm. War II or anything. It may just be too damn funny for its own good, because Parasite is a hilarious movie. Yeah. But it's never, like, laugh-out-loud funny for long stretches like this movie is. True. Uh, to the point where... So when Parasite flips the switch, it's not, like... Uh, this this In this movie, they just, like, do, like, a musical cue change, and then all of a sudden we're... You know... I, I mean, even Wes Anderson has been... His, his movies... I, I just really think it's because... Of the nonstop gags for a while. Yeah. There's a lot of gags in this movie for a long time. Lots of jokes. And I'm not saying you can't be funny and profound and sad. Sure. Uh, that's some of the best movies ever made. It's just really way. fucking hard. It's, yeah, it's just really hard and they're unable to pull it off. But it's still like a decent movie. I mean, it's like probably in my top 30 movies of the year. Oh, okay. I think it's probably <laughs> somewhere around there for me. Top 25, I'd bet. I think it would be helped... And this, I'm thinking again of Airplane, but I think it would be helped by a really good score. Right. It's like Instead not of Michael a... Giacchino, the guy who does Lost and all these shitty oh, TV yeah. shows. I mean, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, he's he's pretty weak. But it's not great. Like, I rewatched Airplane recently, and yeah. I think, like, um, it's the guy who did The Magnificent Seven. What the fuck is his name? Uh, uh, that guy. I don't know who did this. Uh, for that, that guy. It's not, sir. It's not, uh, it's not Ennio Morricone. It's, no. It's an American guy. Yes, yeah. it's an American guy. I don't know. And the score kicks ass. Yeah. Like, if you pulled the score out of that movie and put it over, like, an actual dramatic movie, it would still work, because yeah. he's selling that that fake movie. Right. And it doesn't ever f- feel like that. I don't know. Sure. It needs something to, like, bring it up to the next level, and it doesn't feel like I that gets help. there. And, I, and, and, you know, I get it. When you have that many funny people and good actors on a set... Mm-hmm. And they're being hilarious. I bet it's hard. I bet they had to cut out a lot of amazingly hilarious shit. Sure, but it just it just doesn't it just doesn't fit. It all yeah. doesn't fit. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh you know when uh when a Wes Anderson movie gets sad and Needle in the Hay plays and a dude commits or tries to commit suicide, <laughs> yeah. they got there. It's you know, fucked. It's, it's yeah. dark. It's fucked. Really. With fucked. this, you know, um, because the guys had had Hitler in his head the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not really. Feeling it, you know. Yeah. When uh, when I'm supposed to feel it. Yes. It just doesn't. It's just not. Doesn't work. I think. I, and I honestly think it's the mistake they made. Where they, if you're gonna make the, if you're gonna make one of the atrocities of all time yeah. that funny, I'm gonna have a hard time getting sad about someone dying. Sure. So there mm-hmm. it is. I thought the S S guys were pretty good. The who? S S guys. What is Stephen his name? Merchant is really great. Stephen in Merchant's yeah. really. That's like good. the most effective casting of Stephen Merchant. He's a terrifying man, <laughs> and also probably two foot taller than anyone else in the movie. He's six foot seven, I believe. He's insanely tall. Yeah, that's good. Um, also, the yes. uh, Sam Rockwell's gay lover Alfie. Yes, Allen. Alfie Allen's very well, assumedly gay lover, implied he, gay lover. Probably, but ho- uh, hopefully, yeah. But it was uh, it, he was very funny as well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yes. If, um, if a bit on the nose, <laughs> a, bit, a bit on the nose. Also potentially offensive. What do I know? <laughs> I don't quite know. I mean, with stuff like that, I see a lot of people who are like, "Well, just make them gay," and it's like, "Well, they wouldn't be gay." Yeah. In 
right. in the office right. of the fucking Nazis. Yes. They would not be openly gay. I mean, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I, I guess maybe since everything else is silly, maybe you can just make them gay and that'd be yeah, fine. Maybe so. Might as well. Maybe so. Trailers? Boy, howdy. Okay. We saw some wild trailers at the uh, Bell Court. Okay. I guess we'll talk about some. But we'll really save it. Okay. We'll save, save it for last. Okay. We got to talk about a few trailers before we get there. Uh, we saw a trailer for uh, Beasts of the Southern Peter Pan. Yeah. Beast, Beasts of the Southern Wild 2. I never saw Beasts, Beasts of the Southern Wild, but this looks like a direct sequel, except it's Peter Pan, right? Yeah. And I kind of thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Until I got to admit, I'm tired of the the like gender swap titles. Oh, yes. Like Gretel, Gretel and Hansel. Hansel. Well, this yeah. one's called Wendy. It's Wendy. And I get it, like, it just, it's a little played out. Yeah, if they have to do it for every remake now. Yeah. Or every reimagining. What's the worst one they could do this with? Okay. Um, What's Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> it's Little Mermaid, but it's from the uh, point of view yeah. of the ancient lesbian uh, mer-wizard uh, dominatrix. Actually, uh, she's good. Yeah. <laughs> we found out that she had a bad childhood, so now we find out that she's great. Um, Extraordinary, a I forgot that one. Satanist instantly. ghost movie. Oh, that has um, uh, yeah, MacGruber. What is it? Has name? MacGruber in it? Will something? Will MacGruber? Will I keep Forte. wanting to say Arnett, but it's not. Yeah, Will, Will Forte. Forte. Will Forte looks amazing in it. Yes, big Will Forte fan. Yeah, it, it had a what we do in the shadows vibe. It did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in both of these movies. Two for two. Funny Satanists. Yes, funny Satanists. I like that. And British funny Satanists. Yes. That's that's all a good combo. And we saw a truly insane trailer. Let's not do the title yet. Okay. Yeah, we're going to save it. So it's a rustic... Uh... In fact, I think you described it best in the car on the way home. We're actually recording at Sean's house, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, hey, here we are. Uh, I think you you had a, a really great way of describing it. Yeah, like what A did rustic I say? retelling of... It's like a slice of Americana. It's, um, I don't know. What did but I it, say? It, it, it's really, something with the donkey. It's like a. Oh, re- yeah. It's like Ohazard Balthazar. The, the, what is that guy's name? I can, I'm not remembering anybody's name now. Uh, Bresson. Yeah, there you go. Wow. It's like a, a rustic, like a, a turn of the, of the 19th century, uh, Americana version of that. Only the fucking title is First Cow. First Cow. <laughs> We we died, <laughs> and they put it. They made it the trailer right before the movie starts. Yeah, so they say first cow. Yeah, and <laughs> and even the font is funny. Yeah, and this is not a comedy, and they and it's just really like yeah, forthright, earnest, tender. Rest, t- yeah, tender like. Two guys from different backgrounds. You got a Chinese immigrant and a guy who's got nothing working together, and then they just drop that title on you, and it's first fucking cow. First cow. I want to recut the whole trailer, yeah. change nothing about the trailer, yeah, and just add a a person like a like a like a guy like a children's narrator, yeah. going first cow, <laughs> first cow. <laughs> that was my best of the fucking experience, actually. First cow was amazing. That's the hardest I laughed. That's we just watched a pretty funny movie. Yeah, but the hardest I laughed was first cow. First cow was absolutely the hardest I laughed. Easily. Imagine if you had watched that trailer and then it went into a different movie than JoJo. Like, yeah. it, like JoJo is what like if it went okay. into Martin Scorsese's Silence. Yes, <laughs> and you're just fucking dying. Yeah. <sighs> I just can't imagine. Uh, Who titled that movie? It's 
horrible. <laughs> like it's also it just you could just name it cow and it wouldn't be funny. It would be like no, it, yeah, because they're trying like first cow. It's the first cow in the fucking I don't know in America. I can't tell what it it's is. Donald Trump's cow. <laughs> is that what? It is? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it sounds like it has to be either the first man on the moon or the first I Barbara lady. Barbara Bush was the first cow. <laughs> wow. Martha Washington. Oh, Whoa, first cow. Yeah. Oh man, that was an intense, uh, intense uh, bit of trailer. To Look up that trailer, please do, and watch it, and put yourself in the mind of just two guys just sitting in a movie theater watching trailers. They've got nothing on their mind. They have no expectations. <laughs> They've got nothing on. <laughs> They've their got mind. nothing on their mind. <laughs> We're just watching a trailer that is about <clears throat> men in the woods. Yeah, and certainly it couldn't be called. I don't know. First cow. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. There's no way it could be called first cow, right? <laughs> How the fuck? Oh, boy. Oh boy. Ah, oh, bon appetit.